Today on Elliott Wave TV, I'm talking with Tom Denham, Elliott Wave International Senior Medals Analyst and Editor of EWI's Medals Pro Service. Hi, Tom. It's nice to see you. Hi, Alex. Good to be with you. So gold recently hit a three-week low, and while some are tying this to the U.S. dollar, interest rates, politics, etc., Tom, do these factor into your analysis? And further, is your long-term bullish view of gold still in play? Well, I, I will admit that I look at the U.S. dollar, and I look at interest rates, and I listen to the discussions about politics on a daily basis, but I've learned to ignore them. Uh, you can prove that gold and, for instance, the U.S. dollar are in a great inverse correlation by looking at a monthly chart. Because on a monthly chart, looking over years of time, you'll see gold going up while the dollar's basically going down. And then when gold's going down, you'll see the U.S. dollar going up. However, if you look closely, for instance, if you looked at a daily chart right now, you'd find that both uh, the U.S. dollar and gold are going down at the same time. Well, they're not supposed to go in the same direction. They're supposed to go in opposite directions. Seeing that as many times as I have over the years, I just ignore the U.S. dollar because it, it is not a forecasting tool and I, I can't... Uh, uh, establish a trend for uh, gold by looking at the dollar. And the same thing about interest rates. Very curiously, if we look at a monthly chart over years of time, interest rates have basically gone down while gold has gone both up and down. But if you look at a daily chart, uh, they've gone in a correlation where interest rates have uh, gone down and gold has gone up and then gold has gone down and interest rates have gone up. So that's a long-winded response to say, I look at it, but it's not helpful. Uh, mostly I, I, I want to talk about it because people fake themselves out by giving too much attention to these other markets. And I'm just telling you, somebody who's been doing this for years now, you will hurt yourself by trying to forecast uh, gold by either interest rates or the dollar. And then politics, you can claim anything you want at any time. And I just don't see it. it we give excuses for why things happen, and they sound good at the time, but if we actually look at them uh, on a consistent basis and, and really nail it down, it doesn't work. So you want to know about my long-term long view of gold. Yes, I, I still think that gold is going to make um, higher highs before it makes lower lows on the scale of, say, a weekly chart. Um, I don't have that confidence about silver anymore. I think silver is going to make a uh, lower low on the weekly chart. Um, it's not confirmed yet, but it's, it's really looking like that. But gold is uh, much higher on uh, the chart than silver is, and I think there's room for silver to make a new low and gold to make a higher low. 
Now, you mentioned silver. Looking at that, is it anything in the mint ratio or the gold-silver ratio that would suggest that this underperformance in silver is nearing an end? No. Um, the, the ratio is in a, uh, a rising uh, uh, trend right now. That means that um, gold is stronger than silver, which basically means that silver is falling much faster than gold is falling. Uh, but it's not near anything that looks like an inflection point. And so I, I don't see the, the ratio is offering any value to us at this time. Now let's take a look at copper. You successfully called the bottom of the range in copper. And looking ahead, more chop or will 2017 see copper trend turn from a trading market to a trending market at some point? Well, you know, if we'd had this interview on, um, what's today, Thursday, if, we, if we'd interviewed Two days ago, I'd have looked like a genius because copper was up so strong. But copper fell hard yesterday. And now that bottom of the range is looking like it may be challenged. <laughs> well, that's life uh, in a corrective phase. The, the big picture view that I've had for copper is that it is in a correction. And I've been seeing it as within a triangle and sure enough, it's acting like it's in a triangle. It's, it's up strong, and then it's down strong. And you know, at the end of the week, we're about where we were uh, at the end of last week. Um, and I think that kind of performance is going to continue for a while. I, I think this corrective phase is going to chop people up and down, and it's not ready to stop. And Tom, just as silver has not followed the trajectory of gold, aluminum has not been following the path of copper. So what's going on in Alley? Well, I, I, I want to say to you, if, if you want to find something that is following the model of copper, which is chopping up and chopping down, you can look at zinc or lead. Both of them are performing like copper. They're down for a while, they're up for a while, they're down. It, it, same story. Aluminum seems to be on another trajectory. And I don't know if that's because uh, there's problems with the mines or uh, increasing demand. That's not my purview to know the fundamentals. But we certainly are in a clear pattern of higher highs with aluminum. And uh, there's a little bit of weakness uh, on a day-by-day -day basis. But on the weekly and monthly charts, aluminum's just, it's, it's singing a different song and it's a very positive one. Well, Tom, thanks as always for taking a couple of minutes to offer these insights. All right, thank you, Alex.